today we have Dr. P. Chaudhary uh, and I am Nadia from zenonco.io. It is an honor, ma'am, to have you with us on this session today. And today's session, I know, is already going to be a knowledgeable one. And let me introduce Zenonco first of all. Love Heals Cancer and Zenonco. We guide cancer patients in their treatment journey with a very integrative oncological approach. Right. And today's session is all about spreading that awareness and educating cancer patients around us. Let me take this opportunity to introduce to you P. Chaudhary Ma'am, Dr. P. Chaudhary Ma'am. She is one of the finest general physicians here in the city and is known to have offered excellent patient care skills. Right, Ma'am? With her 16 years of experience and that to so much, so much of knowledge in such a field. Um, she has also, she's also be a work, she's currently working as a professor in the Department of Pathology, right? She has obtained her MBBS degree from, MBBS and her MD degree from Assam Medical College. And she's also known to have done a lot of work in biochemistry, microbiology, preventive medicine, forensic medicine, and she's an ENT too, right? Maybe I would like to slightly interrupt here. Yes, ma'am. Please tell me. Uh, you've gone wrong there slightly. See, pathology is my uh, subject of specialization. Correct. Okay. So, and uh, secondly, I'm not a physician. I'm not a general physician. I'm a pathologist. Yes, you are a pathologist. Okay. Ah, so, you have to introduce me as a pathologist in the city. Practicing for the last 16 years. I've been practicing pathology as a specialized subject since 16 years. Okay, ma'am. Okay. Okay, ah, okay. I've got some experience in transfusion medicine also. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Ah, so that is where, and the medicine and the microbiology and the biochemistry that I had achieved the awards in, that was yes. in the undergraduate days. And after the graduation, I have received the gold medal. I had mentioned I've received the gold medal for uh, and the Pfizer Medical Award. Right, ma'am. Right, ma'am. Right, uh -huh. right, ma'am. Sorry about that. I, uh -huh. I missed that uh, the gold medal part, but uh, pathological part, you did your MBBS and MD, MD in pathology. Yes, ma'am. Yes. So once again, let me introduce you today, ma'am, to this session. Let's jump to Q&A sessions, right, ma'am? Okay. So coming to the entire session that we wanted to talk about, uh, detecting cancer at an early stage, detecting cancer, something so big as cancer at an early stage. And how important is it, ma'am? Could you please give us your insights on your in-depth study from all of what you have done? Uh, basically, um, uh, hi, Nadia. It's very nice of you that you have uh, from Zen uh, been uh, creating such awareness amongst people. And uh, here, uh, basically being a pathologist, our job is detecting diseases. Correct. So we are, uh, uh, we are in a field, uh, my, I've done my specialization in a field where we are detecting something or the other, whether it be diabetes or be cancer. So we are the diagnosticians. So we are making a diagnosis at each and every point of our work. And it's yes, early way. detection of cancer it's, uh, it's such an Im uh, important uh, topic, actually. And uh, we can so well do this if a person comes to us in time. And not, uh, I mean, and, and, and before it is too late, rather. 
Correct. We can do an early diagnosis or early detection of cancer only before it is too late. So that is possible only if people are aware and conscious and they come for regular health checkups. So the beauty of a routine health checkup, if one does goes for it, is that it does a whole body checkup and therein you get to know so many things that maybe you had ignored or maybe you didn't have a complaint about. So it's it's a routine health checkup. I would say it's like a stitch in time, which will save nine. It'll yes, ma'am. Save a lot. That's a good It'll proverb. A That's a good proverb to put. put yes. So uh, just like we do uh, care for our uh, belongings, our earthly belongings, our vehicles or any other property that we have, a routine uh, checkup of our body that we possess uh, is very important and. Only a routine health checkup can go for an early diagnosis, and there are modes like Pap smears where you can go for an early diagnosis of cervical cancer. It's a very important subject as such. That has taken so many lives in our country, and therein and by a simple routine Pap test. That uh, if a lady goes for it after the age of thirty, at least annually, and uh, it's so it can, it can save so many lives. Yes, we ladies tend to not take care of ourselves. Correct. correct. Yes. <laughs> so it's very important that you go for a routine Pap test along with your routine health checkup, at yes. least annually. So that way you can save a lot, and um, yourself not only from the financial burden. Of, of cancer, but of also your entire family, the agony that a family goes through when a member of the family is detected with such a rare disease. Sometimes it is such a small symptom that we ignore, isn't it? Yes. Such a small symptom. It starts from there. Just a simple irregular bowel habit or maybe an ulcer in your mouth right. or a simple a bad denture. Right. It can be, I mean, it can present with so many ways. Just yes. a chronic constipation. Mm. Or well, there are so many symptoms actually that cancer may present with. Yes. Uh, just a postcoital bleed, occasionally mm. irregular bleeding, mm. uh, a chronic discharge per vagina, yeah. and the, the, the list is so big. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So um, a routine health checkup can detect all these problems actually. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And not only that, ma'am. Sometimes we need to self-examine also ourselves. Yes, we need self-examination of the breast is a very important thing that women should go for it regularly. Correct, and it makes makes all the difference in the entire treatment, I suppose. Yes, it does. It does a lot. It, it shows that you you are taking care of yourself at the same time. That you can help the doctor. It is a yes. one-on-one thing, right? Right, ma'am. As as a pathologist, let me come to you, ma'am. What are the challenges that you have faced as a pathologist? So many years of experience. Well, as a pathologist, uh, since we are dealing mostly with the patient samples, right. most of the time we get the patient samples rather than the patient coming to us. So in that case, it's always a challenge because uh, just looking at the blood, I am supposed to make know so many things. Yeah. So uh, and at the end of the day, if the patient uh, does not give a proper history, and uh, if some facts are hidden from us. Or patient, suppose you are supposed to give us blood sample in an empty stomach, or you know, twelve hours fasting status, as some of the tests demand, as like that. 
So if you don't do that and just for saving yourself from the agony of coming back again the next morning after fasting and you just have a cup of tea and give the blood sample and I'm supposed to treat it as a fasting sample, the results can vary. Yes. The results will vary and then um, uh, the confusion arises because this based upon this report itself, you'll be treated. You'll be treated. That's so the honesty that's of the patient, the honesty of the patient, the cooperation, all this is a uh, big challenge for us pathologists and uh, mostly, uh, most importantly, we don't get to see the patient most of the time. Yes. We just... We get the blood sample and from there we are supposed to, you know, uh, make a diagnosis. And, uh, so every little thing is very important. So it's a big challenge that we face every day. And uh, especially in case of biopsies, the clinical history of mm. the patient and the detail, the, the mode of presentation and the uh, pre-operative diagnosis, the clinical diagnosis, everything matters. So it's a holistic concept to come to a, a conclusion. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Y'all are involved so much in evaluating cells, tissues, organs, biopsies. One small miss can take you into so many different, uh, I mean, uh, wrong results. Yes, it can change the scenario and it makes the life difficult for every one of us. Exactly. Even the patient as well as the treating physician, the diagnostician and everybody. So it's always better for your own safety. You give the uh, samples with the proper preparations which are asked for. And um, uh, just uh, cooperate with the laboratory persons and, you know, tell them whatever history is needed. Yes. And uh, trust your doctor. That's very important. You have to trust, trust your, your doctor. doctor. Yes. <laughs> That's very important. And again, coming to uh, the person behind the machine, you know, we all think, oh, once we enter the numbers, once we give everything, the, the equipment will do the work. Ma'am, what yes, do you have yes. to say? What do you have yes, to say? Yes, definitely. Because... Uh, uh, Many a times people go just by the brand. Yes, but you exactly. Know, just the brand uh, name is there, but you don't see who's reporting. You know, just a scan signature at times, but you don't meet the person uh, who has reported, you know, and uh, who has taken your, uh, taken the pain to sign or, you know, uh, take. The, so it's very important that you know the, know your doctor. Yes. It's very important that you know your doctor. You can have a word. Uh, he or she should be accessible. At least I personally believe. Yes. He or she should be accessible to the patients. And uh, at least, uh, uh, I mean, whenever I'm signing a report, I should be able to, you know, quench your queries, at least. Uh, and uh, and uh, vice versa also. So mm. when the doctor wants to know some history uh, or some uh, uh, facts that you have been going through, so mm. at that point, the patient is also uh, responsible to, you know, uh, cooperate and, you know, get back to the doctor. So that is very important. And uh, of course, uh, uh, pathology has gone a lot of uh, upgradation. We have very high class instruments these days. Uh, full, it's an era of full automation. Exactly. So there, uh, as, a, as, a, as a pathologist, I, I, I always make it a point that uh, we do some quality control tests. Uh. We are using not only, not only internal quality control, but also external. External right. third-party control is very important, which I do in my laboratory. Right. And uh, uh, so that, you know, I, I do a peer review also. I do a peer review also. I uh, take a third-party control uh, from BioRed or there are other companies like, you know, Randox and all. So, and then I do a external quality assurance program with, uh, you know, CMC Valor is one uh, place which is doing for uh, all people in the country. 
So there are so many ways actually you can just judge your work. It's very important to know that uh, whatever because we cannot just blindly rely upon the machines. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So that is what we do to maintain the control. Uh, I mean, to maintain the quality in a laboratory, and that's very important. And uh, we do checks uh, at every level hmm. to assure that the correct sample has been uh, processed and the correct reports are dispatched. Yes. So there's a quality check at every level, right from the sample collection till the report delivery. I'm sure that is when you run something like that, it has to be like that. I mean, the results yes, will be important. perfect. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes, the results should be perfect. They cannot. They yeah, cannot the result afford. has to be perfect. Yeah, it has to be result. Every single report is important. Yes, it cannot. We cannot one. compromise on it. Exactly. I was just coming to say that was the word compromise. <laughs> so right. Yes. Moving on to the next question, ma'am. Um, when I when I say uh, when you talking about biopsies, biopsy uh, is that the only method of you know diagnosing whether one has cancer or not? What are your insights on this, ma'am? So these days we have, uh, uh, I mean, easier and more uh, better modalities also. Like uh, uh, fine needle aspiration cytology is a technique which can be done very easily with an, and a very cost-effective method, wherein we uh, do a cellular diagnosis. We do a cellular diagnosis of any tumor actually. Yes, or uh, initially it used to be done just for palpable tumors. But yes, now we can do, uh, we can access uh, even uh, internal organs mm. which are not visible to the naked eye with imaging techniques. Yes. So with the fine needle aspiration cytology, uh, uh, a provisional diagnosis is made, which is uh, very important for the clinicians and for the treating surgeons, uh, wherein we tell them at least that, yes, we are dealing with a benign lesion or with a malignant lesion. And yeah. accordingly, the treatment protocol follows. Accordingly, yes. a surgery is planned or a person is not in an operable stage or if, it, if at all an operation is done, then how extensive it needs to be done. So entire decision can be taken on the basis of an FNEC report, which is very easily done in an outdoor and uh, uh, you know, reports can be done within a 24 hours, I mean, within the day. Within the same day, you can uh, dispatch a report and that really uh, helps in the treatment of a cancer patient. Right, ma'am. Right. So biopsies are not the only way. You have other ways no, as well. No. Definitely. Yes. And of course, a biopsy follows this FNAC report usually confirmed by a biopsy. But uh, we can uh, plan the treatment. Hmm. So, like, like you were saying, there are some places in the body where you cannot just cannot go. You cannot reach. So, I mean, yes. the diagnosis needs to be perfect even in those places. Right. Yes. Uh, yeah. The places, places in the human body, like the lung, which yeah. are not easily accessible. A lung biopsy is not very easily done in every place, yes. especially in resource compromised places. We yes. have to rely upon an image guided FNAC in these uh, locations, like the lung. Hmm. Many a times, a treatment has to follow uh, with a proper, uh, a good uh, FNAC report. Hmm. So uh, these uh, places, we cannot wait for a biopsy to be done. Hmm. Or maybe the patient is in a place where there are no resources to do a, a biopsy from the lung. Also, so in these yeah. sites, uh, many a times, uh, treatment does follow without a biopsy report. And yes. uh, because cancer is a diagnosis where we cannot waste so much time. We cannot waste much time. Correct. Decisions Correct. and action needs to be taken very fast. Yes. Once you come to know that the patient is suffering from cancer, we usually don't like to waste a lot of time. Yes, ma'am. Correct.
and uh, talking about lung cancer i i'm sure you must be getting with the rising rate of smoking there must be yeah. so much so many cases yes. before it used to be a trend only in men now you can see the trend rising in women even right so i'm i'm pretty sure the when you come when it comes to the lungs and when as pathologists um being you need to be at the top of your game you cannot mismatch on any of it right ma'am so yes. anyway anyway uh moving on to the next question um cancerous or not cancerous how are these biopsies divided into two and how can you help the doctor well uh, uh, from a biopsy specimen uh, when we do a grossing uh, that which is nothing but a gross uh, naked eye examination right. of the tissue that has been sent for biopsy so uh, with a naked eye examination or the grossing as i was saying you can make a uh, you know you get clues that mm. tell you that yes uh, yes this was a this is a benign tumor and or this is not okay. so there are things there are parameters like the size of the tumor the margin the capsule uh, so these are things which tell you you know how uh, it is uh, yes uh, the friability of the tissue uh, once you cut through uh, with your knife and uh, you uh, the very feeling tells you that yes this is uh, not a cancer or yes this is a cancer so things like that and even there are proced um, uh, procedures called the frozen section there's something called the frozen section wherein uh, while the patient's operation is in progress while the patient is under anesthesia and uh, undergoing the operative procedure in the ot itself mm. the uh, the surgeon sends a small bit of the tissue for a frozen section biopsy in the laboratory at that very moment the pathologist can do a frozen section and with a very, in a very short span of time Uh, inform the surgeon in the ot that yes you are dealing with uh, we are dealing with a cancerous uh, lesion so accordingly an extensive surgery is planned and the decision is changed on the table all that, right oh uh, yes uh, this is not a cancerous lesion so we change our uh, direction basically that's a so very effective way very effective yes. way of going forward yeah very effective way so these are things that can be done so uh, and a patient's uh, you know a, a quick uh, treatment a, yeah. a quick decision is taken on the basis of a biopsy report either on the table with a frozen section or maybe at a, uh, on the grossing table itself yes we get clues hmm. that yes this is a cancerous lesion or not hmm okay ma'am with your experience what do you think if a person has a, a say for example in their family if they have a history of cancer within the family is it wise to just go and take all the tests out of your anxiety i mean i've heard so many so many definitely people definitely yes. it is wise definitely, definitely yes okay. because there are so many cancers there are so many uh, neoplasms which runs in the family in hmm. fact we have some genes which hmm. you know make a person more prone right to now. develop some types of cancer so definitely a history of uh, somebody close i mean the your first first degree relation mm. uh, developing a cancer and uh, you go for a routine checkup or maybe a specific checkup to see if you also have that uh, uh, stage of uh, cancer or maybe uh, if you have a, if you are even prone to develop cancer yes yeah. yes if cancer runs in the family 
somebody close has had a cancer diagnosis you should check yourself that's very important okay ma'am okay so that is one thing that we should always keep in mind definitely yes definitely because, yes. Uh, yes because the cancer most of the time it uh, it's a genetic link there and um, usually it runs in the families so there are genes which can make you prone to particular types of cancer so yes if somebody close has had a uh, cancer diagnosis in the family it's always wise to go for a screening test yes ma'am yes also com- coming together about pathology and radiation what are your insights about that ma'am how does radiation help pathology or pathology re- help radiation i mean if uh, with your experience uh, there are two aspects it's uh, radio diagnosis and radiotherapy right ma'am. so as diagnosticians pathologists are more closely related to radio diagnostics yes so imaging techniques uh, which help in diagnosis yes they go hand in hand with pathology right, right uh, radio yeah. diagnosis and pathology are two parallel uh, aspects of the same track hmm. so we have to work together as a team and most of the times uh, our, uh, our radiological diagnosis is confirmed by pathologists oh so okay we are uh, interdependent both the subjects uh, go hand in hand so yes the two so, topics are related. yes so in your i know pathology is so huge you cannot bring up a general term for it you cannot bring up a, but but yeah. if you were to talk to a lay person and tell them what would a pathological report contain what would you suggest ma'am what would what would your insights be there so pathology is a very vast subject as i had mentioned earlier also yes. so it has got so many aspects i mean uh, we have to deal with conditions right starting from the head till the toe so a pathologist should know the eyes uh, that well uh, as he or she is supposed to know the uh, uterus Correct. so each and every body organ um, has to be mastered by a pathologist so right. that way a pathological report is a complete uh, compilation of the entire uh, you know body so a person uh, comes to you for a particular test so uh, you have to get a total insight into it and a pathological report actually uh, is a uh, is not just a blood sugar level so yes. uh, basically you have to interact or uh, talk to the patient and get as much insight into the uh, person's uh, health condition and the report has to tell everything actually so it's uh, and in reports like the biopsy report uh, you give a total uh, you know a, a picture of uh if you are reporting on a tumor uh, a tumorous condition a biopsy specimen that has been sent uh, from a tumor so there uh, you have to tell how bad it looks and how uh, good or maybe you know how the prognosis would be for the diagnosis that you are making so a simple diagnosis of squamous cell carcinoma which is a very common condition so yes. there itself uh, you know the uh, the differentiation of the cells so it gives a complete picture actually it tells you how uh, good or bad the prognosis would be so by differentiation like i uh, it, it means uh, that uh, how close is the uh, diagnosis to the normal tissue because uh, a cancer arises from uh, it's it's basically an uh, overgrowth an uncontrolled growth from a uh, normal yeah. tissue yes yeah of the normal cells which go out of control 
So again, uh, 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 cancer uh, wherein the cells still mimic or still uh, 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 retain some of the functions of the uh, normal uh, cells from which they had arised uh, means a good prognosis, actually. They, it means a well differentiation. So things like that. And again, if the cancer cells have spread to the blood vessels which are feeding the tumor, so that is a bad sign. That means uh, the blood must have taken the cancer cells to faraway places in the body. That, uh, that shows that your cancer has spread uh, beyond the margins. Okay. So things like that. So there are so many information actually hmm. that a good pathological report would uh, give. So uh, there are lots of uh, uh, I mean, uh, aspects of a pathological report. So yes. it's very important. It's very important. It is so very, it's very important. Put to a, you, you go to a good pathological laboratory yes, and you know the pathologist. Yes, exactly. You know the pathologist. I mean, talking about a good pathologist, uh, pathological laboratory that you were talking about. I mean, uh, right reports, wrong reports. There are people who are, yeah. who are playing so much in the middle of this, the middlemen, you know just to get the money and make use of the patient's desperation to... How, what are your insights on that, ma'am? So many people See, misguided uh, here. Uh, so uh, I would like to put it like this, that yes, uh, good or bad, uh, you find it in every field, actually. There Correct. are good and good people and bad people in every field. So uh, it, um, uh, it, uh, it, it, it will depend, actually. And moreover, uh, most importantly, as I, I always mentioned, that you go to an authentic place. Yeah, man, an authentic one, place one, is very important. Okay, can I just cut in there? It is very important where, you know, uh, the pathologist is there available to talk and yeah, you can, you know, uh, have a word with him or her. That's very important. Yeah. And uh, yes, mistakes can happen everywhere. It is just, error. I mean, human to error. It's just okay. human to error. Yeah. yeah. So it's human. Although in medical fields, we definitely try and make an effort not, I mean, to uh, not to make a mistake because huh. we are dealing with human lives. Yes, uh, there is actually no uh, space for errors, hmm. but still, uh, uh, the, uh, no matter how hard you try, there can be a mistake. You know, a simple error like uh, uh, the name can go wrong or maybe your age goes wrong. So uh, that is acceptable, actually, a typing error, right. things like that. So right. uh, you should, all, in any, any uh, problem, actually, uh, my suggestion is always uh, like go back to your, uh, to the place from where you have got the report. Immediately okay. go back to the place. Okay. So right and wrong, at least uh, talk to them. That, uh, uh, is it possible? Let them explain. Let them explain what had happened. So good or bad, uh, I mean, it's a, uh, it's a very difficult situation to judge. But yes, you should always go to an authentic place and avoid middlemen. You know where exactly. a test is done. You, exactly. you, you know where a test is done. At least try to find out who's doing the job. Instead of going to your nearby chemist and giving a blood blood sample in the chemist's shop, mm. please go to a laboratory, uh, go to an authentic place where the test is done and then give your sample. Yes. So yes. that way, you know, but a lot of confusion is uh, avoided and uh, you get genuine reports. So it, uh, it a lot depends upon us also. A that lot is, depends upon people. That is what I was just going to ask you, ma'am. What is this authentic? When 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 we talk about people who are underprivileged, they have not had the right awareness. They just look for a cheaper option. 
so when someone yeah. wants to make a money out of them they just uh-huh. find the cheaper option and okay if this guy is giving it to me at a cheaper rate why do even we face problem here in zenonco trying to uh-huh. uh, explain to them how so that you know, cheap, authentic- how cheap actually it has come to you you only know when you go to a proper laboratory actually right. when you go to a proper laboratory where the test is done uh, many a people many a times uh, maybe the illiterate people from rural areas they actually don't know they have uh, landed up in the, in the process of making things cheap you have landed up actually shelling out some extra bucks yes. you have actually not made things uh, cheaper but uh, uh, maybe if you go to the proper place at least uh, uh, no matter how underprivileged you are you know that a test is not done in the chemist shop and you know that a test is not done in the quex uh, uh, place you know that a blood test needs to be done in the laboratory So exactly. just go to the nearby laboratory yes and see how i mean talk to a doctor at least <laughs> so uh, it's very unfortunate that some people are making a fortune out of the underprivileged uh, class because of their ignorance just because of their ignorance it's an unfortunate situation but uh, it is like that and unless we we make our people aware so it doesn't difficult. change the situation i mean i mean awareness we are yes. as much as we can but if the people are the mindset and the attitude doesn't change it will not get us anywhere right yeah yeah zenanko yeah. has taken this very good uh, approach i feel so Thank reaching so out much, to ma'am. the mass uh, reaching so out to the mass on uh, you know the correct way to go for a diagnosis yeah. is very important it's uh, it's really nice that you have uh, approached a pathologist today <laughs> i'm having fun doing that also <laughs> yeah, yeah because uh, this is like a playback singing uh, it's uh, our subject is so many times like a playback like playback singing <laughs> don't know the Definitely. singer you, you just know the you enjoy the music outside yes, you enjoy the music outside and you just give it your all <laughs> yeah, many a times you don't bother to know who who has sang the song actually yeah so that is the thing yeah. Yeah. so Love. it's very important actually you know the singer also It is important. Yes, finally we are getting to know the person behind it. <laughs> yes, so it's very important. Yeah. Mm. Coming to the best and the right most path for your uh, healthy lifestyle, ma'am. What are your thoughts and what are your comments on this? What is the right nutrition? Because nutrition being the most important thing, I would specify on nutrition. You talk more on that so that we get to understand what that is. But on the on the whole, what would be a perfect healthy lifestyle you know would uh, include not only the food that you eat mm. uh, it also uh, depends upon a healthy mind right. so your mind your mental health is also very as much important as your physical health because okay. uh, you cannot have a healthy body actually without a healthy mind so to your that's very important so to keep your mind healthy you need to do some mental exercises also so okay. all of us are leading a very stressful life especially with this pandemic on for the last 5 6 months so uh, now it has become a part of our lives and okay. uh, uh, like uh, yeah so it's uh, many a times it's all in the mind so mm-hmm. uh, you have to uh, your uh, health issues i mean your healthy lifestyle should start from the mind listening to music you should have some uh, i mean you should have some me time it's very important to care for yourself to love yourself so exercise has to be it's a must 
So yes, yes. exercise should be a part of your uh, life every day. Every day, a minimum amount of exercise. No matter how busy you are, no matter how busy you are, no matter how much time you have to to take care. I mean, to, to take care of your children, your husband, your in-laws, or whoever is there who are dependent upon you. But uh, don't forget to take care of yourself because unless uh, you are there in good shape and good form to take care of them, only then you will be uh, able to, you know, take care of them. So for that, you need to uh, do uh, at least uh, maintain a few things like a regular exercise regime, a good uh, diet and a good sleep. Sleep time is very important. Uh, so at least, uh, you know, six to eight hours of sleep in a day and uh, drink water. And uh, definitely add uh, some uh, um, uh, fresh vegetables and uh, fruits. They are the good, best sources of antioxidants for us. They mm. relieve a lot of our stress and the uh, pollution damage that we do to ourselves. Toxins. So, uh, so all that can be taken care of. You don't need to buy very uh, expensive vegetables or uh, fruits. Just have the seasonal fruits and vegetables. So diet and exercise is, goes hand in, in hand and uh, 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 develop some habits, good habits like, you know, listening to music, gardening. So something which you really, your mind enjoys. So it gives you peace, gives you peace. That is very important because uh, uh, only uh, a, a healthy mind will go ahead with your healthy body. So both things has to be done parallelly. You're talking about an overall fitness here, ma'am, not just about yes, overall fitness. No, no, overall fitness. you just have a balanced diet and you're stressed out and you know you don't exercise, so that will actually not help you unless you do an, uh, a total package, I would say. Okay, total package, total package that, that would be, both. yeah, so just, just both like, for your mind and your body. Yeah, it, it works in sync with each other, I guess. Yes, yeah, ma'am. Lastly, coming back to my last question. Ma'am, what are your thoughts, what are your takes on the stigmas attached to cancer in general? There are so many stigmas attached to cancer, especially when it comes to breast cancer, when it comes to, uh, like you said before, taking a pap smear test. People just don't want to go and take such tests because out of the stigmas attached to it and the fact that other people might get to know society. How does that play in this? Uh, so, uh, Nadia, I think that only... Uh, uh, awareness and talking about it will only help. Right. Because uh, uh, unless people like you come forward and, you know, uh, take the pain to spread the message, uh, unless you do this, uh, uh, we cannot reach out to the uh, greater masses of our society. Like, yes. uh, it's very important to talk about it from time to time. And uh, we have to reach them out. And, the, uh, and with the advancements of medical science these days, Cancer is very much curable. You know that very well. And yeah. we have to spread the message. Yeah. So a timely diagnosis is what is important. And a timely diagnosis can only be done, as we had discussed in the very beginning of our session today, from a, a, time, a routine health checkup. Routine so health checkup. Uh, do, not, do not ignore any symptom that you are having, anything uh, uh, that's annoying or which is not normal. So any, any uh, problem that you're facing, Please uh, do not ignore it. Bring to your doctor's notice. Talk about it. And uh, a routine checkup can actually, you know, uh, solve so many of your problems. And um, uh, yes, um, uh, um, 
visit, uh, I mean, uh, visit your doctor at regular intervals and uh, cancer is very much curable these days and uh, we have very good modes of treatment, very good drugs these days, which uh, really takes care of so many things and a positive attitude towards life. And at the end of the day, uh, it's very important that you feel that, yes, uh, uh, actually it's a fight. It's a fight okay. that I will win. Yes, It's a fight that we will win. So uh, you have to believe in it and then only it can happen. People, be, the minute they hear that they have cancer cells, they go down. So you're saying that we should fight that attitude, right? Yes. Yes. That, that, that yeah, it's, it's, I, I do admit that it's easier said than done. Exactly. It's easier said than done. Huh? So only people who face it will uh, uh, I mean, uh, feel it. So, uh, but uh, uh, leaving a part of that, but it's a fact that uh, we have medical science have progressed a lot in these years. Exactly. And we have real good modes of treatment. We have got real good drugs these days. So cancer is not that scary as is you as it used to be. Exactly, yeah, yeah. It is no longer that scary that it used to be, and uh, definitely uh, a timely diagnosis. So uh, an early diagnosis can, uh, uh, you know, uh, cure cancer, and uh, we can definitely together put up a fight, a very good fight, and uh, with a positive attitude at the end of the day, we can win the battle. Ma'am, with people like you on our side, I don't think it will make it, you know, any harder. The kind of work that you're putting and everything, you know. So thank you so much, ma'am. Thank you so much. That is such a good message out there for our Pleasure people. Talking to, talking to you. Yes, thank you, Nadia. Yes, and I'm I'm sure so many people are going to benefit from this conversation. So many people yeah, we, are going to going to look at it and be guided by it. Thank you so much for your time, ma'am, from your busy schedule. Thank you so much. Thank you. Good night. Thank you.